Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? Pretty happy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Happy and high? Happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, this bliss is actually really making me feel blissful. It's lovely for uh, an evening of sitting and potting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't know Dosist, it's a company, and they make one called <laughs> Bliss. Bliss. <laughs> and I'm so good right now. It's it's perfection. And it's do it's dosist because it's dosed. So yeah. like when you puff on it, you just get the amount that you want. My eyes feel like hammocks. <laughs> <laughs> they are so just swinging in the breeze. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel so chill. It's nice. <sighs> How's your day going? How's your week going? Pretty good. Pretty chill. It was nice to sort of just take the week. Um, I took it really easy this week after 420 weekend. Yeah. So I did a lot of like, I don't know, I cooked at home. I made a batch of curry at home. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, curry. Yeah. You made curry? Yep. Do you mind breaking it down? No, chicken curry. It's like one of my, it's like my comfort food, my go-to like family recipe comfort food. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's family? So it's ancient. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, my grandmother uh, lived in India when my dad was born, and so she brought back a bunch of recipes that she then incorporated into like what you know she cooked for my dad and then what he sort of like passed down to me yeah and curry is the like the main comfort food one really so mm-hmm. on your family crest is like a bowl of curry <laughs> yeah that's awesome <laughs> next to the thistle and the tartan <laughs> <laughs> wait what's a tartan you know like a kilt is the pattern it's called no it's plaid uh no plaid and tartan are different tartan like flannel like... it's the color flannel no <laughs> no and i'm not gonna break it down right now because i can't but they're all I'm being a piece of shit they're no. all different things I, of course yeah yeah oh so what what's your curry recipe um curry <laughs> powder uh-huh. and then uh fresh ginger and garlic and onion and chicken and chicken thigh chicken breast chicken thigh 100 percent. and fennel and uh crushed tomatoes and i don't know a whole bunch of stuff peas cauliflower potatoes i just put a bunch of stuff in there and then let it bubble up and then serve it with chutney and yogurt and it's super good damn mm-hmm. no rice no foundation Do you oh need yeah it? no a little rice or a little naan on the side but it shouldn't be like the bulk of the meal is the curry yeah i feel like Y'all don't, don't know Nan? Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh Do you know that song? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is it? It's an old song. You don't know Nan? Anyway. Nope. Okay. I don't. No, no, no. No. So you warmed your soul after the cannabis cup with a homemade dish. Mm-hmm. That sounds so good. It was good. Wait, actually, big question is, how is it the day after? The curry? Yeah. Better and better every day. Right. You know? Yeah. Like that slaw you made. Oh, it was a good slaw. Yeah. I went to town on a taco, fish taco slaw. That shit was good. And you know what I learned? What's that? Because I forgot to taste it before I added salt. I added so much salt to it. Oh. But then I found sour cream in the fridge. And you know, in Pulp Fiction, when they open the briefcase and there's that golden glow, (laughs) and it's like, what is that glow? That's how I felt when I saw the sour cream, because I was like, yes, I can cut that salt with a little bit of tartness and everything will balance out. And it did. And what was your other stuff in the slaw? Uh, Cabbage, 
uh, I minced, no, I grated garlic. I used a microplane to grate garlic and learned that it makes the garlic taste 10 times 10 more garlic. Yeah. You know, Uh I didn't know that, but like more so than like a fine mince or like just making it into a paste, like grind, like microplaning, it made it so intense. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, an onion and smoked paprika and hot sauce and, um, salt and pepper and mayonnaise that was the thing and a case of mayo (laughs) like you know the keg of mayonnaise i have in my place because we all do those mayo keg stands yep yeah so i just like brought that over to the bowl and like pumped a couple loads in it's great i just like drinking a cup of mayo yeah keeps your heart healthy it is especially at a party yeah we throw ragers and like everybody's like get out of the way we're doing more mayo and it's like (laughs) i don't know and it's great for fries it's yep. nice to have a keg. Um, that makes me think of sloppy sandwiches. What? Um, well, I'd, you know, I was saying last week that I love a sloppy sandwich. I love like a wet sandwich. And yeah. I love oh, mayo. Right. Yes. And, uh, and we got such a cool message back from someone who listened to Weed and Grub. He sent us a picture of his fiance's mm-hmm. uh, sloppy sandwich that she likes. She likes her veggie delight sandwiches from Subway just like I do. Yeah. Yeah. And hers was sloppy. It was like super sloppy. It had like mustard and mayo. And it just looked like it was perfect. It looked like the perfect six, six inch veggie delight to me. And he sent a picture and was like, this is, you know, how my fiance likes her sandwiches. And we were like, oh my God, we're going to send you some stuff. So shout out to Patrick. Yeah. Patrick Peoples. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for listening, and uh, yeah, we're gonna send you a little package for just being awesome and like playing along and sending us a picture and exactly. being the best. Yeah, I think honestly, out of all the pictures we got, I think the reason that I personally like feel like this was the one. Like, it, there were some really good ones, but I do think that the fact that you and his fiance could like maybe you'll be a bridesmaid at this point. Oh my god! Maybe. If you if you if you need one, I have a dress or two. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. He's he's actually, shout out, we'll get permission to post the sandwich pic yeah. to like make this a fish. Mm-hmm. But if you want to check out his um, Instagram, request him at for the people's but And he's really funny in the message that he wrote us on the weed and the weed and grub Instagram because he's like, hey, my name is Patrick uh, Peoples, but it's spelled P apples, <laughs> like P-E-A-P-P-L-E-S. Wow, that's right? a crazy name. Yeah, and, and he's like, and you know, luckily I don't pee apples. That would hurt. Yeah, even once. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Patrick Peoples. Yeah, Does and fiance. Yeah, and fiance. Congratulations. Yeah, Miss Peoples. Ms. Peoples. Mr. and Mrs. Peoples. Yeah. It's going to be great. And um, yeah, we're going to send you some stuff. And thanks for listening. It'll be really fun. I've got some good ideas for the package. You do? Oh, yeah. Like what? Oh, I don't, it's never, it's better. Surprises are only surprising if they're surprised. Okay. Come on. Yeah. But I, we, like, I have some good creative ideas that'll be really fun to open. That's great. Yeah. Unicorn snot. What is that? Oh, it's like a glitter goo that I have in my bathroom cabinet. I love it so much. What do you use it for? I'm a 14 year old girl at heart. I put it on, it's like slime. It's like, you know, the how slime is a thing on YouTube right now. And Mm -hmm. like all the teenage girls like to make slime and. You have slime? I just actually don't judge me. I just watched Aquafina's Instagram story. You know, she's the comedian and um, fucking awesome. Fuck yeah, she has a new thing coming out. Funny gal, and she's in Ocean's Eight. Yes. And uh, I, I love her. I got to interview her uh, a while back when I was working for High Times, and she's just the shit. She's funny, smokes Halloween, brilliant. And uh, she on her Instagram story, she had a whole thing about how she had bought 
ingredients to make slime. And she was like, getting high and making slime. Really? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know <laughs> that she was awesome. getting high, but she was making slime. Well, she, if you're going to get, if you're going to make slime, you're going to get high. I think so. Otherwise, it's not. That's when I make it. And that's how you made unicorn snot? The unicorn snot was actually a gift from someone who just knows me really well. It's like, oh, she likes glitter and like goo. <laughs> and so I have it. <laughs> I have it in my bathroom cabinet. I apply it on occasion when I'm going out for like a fun night. I'll put some glitter on. On what? Like poster board? What do you mean? No, like my it's collarbones like or like my like oh. cheekbone or in my hair or, you know. Oh, it's makeup. A stripe under each eye. Yeah, it's for your, you know, it's body hair. Like a football player? Yeah. Like a like a lineman, but for like happiness and positivity? Totally. I used to put like crazy makeup on when I would go out, like weird lines and dots and glitter and stuff. That's cool. I know. It's a lot yeah. of fun. If I saw you at a rave, I would be like, oh, she gets it. <laughs> She got really high and then did her makeup. Um, yeah. Cool. Oh, man. I would wear some unicorn snot. I think at like Life is Beautiful since they just announced the lineup. Yes. Oh. And it's a great lineup. I'm pretty excited by it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because we went when we went, did the Cannabis Vegas, Vegas Cannabis Summit. Mm-hmm. And, um, and while we were there, we were at that like after party. Yeah. And then... That dude, Mike Xavier, came on stage and fucking rocked the crowd. Rocked the crowd. We were like, who are you? And you are special. Like, what is up? So brilliant. And now he's in Life is Beautiful? On uh, When I saw the poster, his and his name was like bottom right corner. And then I looked at his Instagram and he was like, I'm so stoked and blessed. And I'm uh-huh. just, don't ever give up on your dreams. And he has, I think, like a kind of a cool story where he's just like really fought to come up. And he's just like been crushing it the past couple of years. And now look at him. Yes. Mike Xavier. Hell yes. So excited. Uh, yeah, we just saw him in like a bar. Yeah. Destroying. And now he's going to be like on a huge, huge stage in front of thousands of people. Heck yeah. So good. In his hometown too. Yeah. Like the ultimate flex, right? When like you, you stay, like you did it from where you are and where you wanted to come up. So good. That's the coolest. Who else are you excited about on that lineup? Uh, Definitely Life. I think life is going to be amazing. Okay. Uh, I know beautiful is the second day, but I might miss that. <laughs> Great. You definitely thought that was a band named Life. Your I was like, said, uh, That's a, oh, I, don't, I, don't know I don't know. There are a bunch of bands on there that I've never heard of. Oh, like Weird Al? No. <laughs> no, like I don't know who Odense is. Do you know who that is? Who? Yeah. See? Did you, you don't know. Odense? 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 No, I don't know. I don't know. Either. Someone will write in and tell me how, you know, I'm missing all of the cool cultural things and I don't know anything, but I love the weekend. I think Florence and the Machine is a good is a good like come down. I would like to see them live because I think there's they're probably pretty incredible. Yeah. Live. Yeah. I don't love the weekend. <clears throat> you don't? Nope. Really? No, I do not. Often? Mm-mm. Often is such a good song. The Hills you don't like the weekend? Mm-mm. Why? I don't know. He rubs me the wrong way. Is that weird? <laughs> I mean, no. Uh, but but what does that mean? I don't know. I think I've just heard him interviewed, and um, I, I don't know. Like maybe it's it's maybe not his fault. It's not his music's fault. It's like the press surrounding him. There have just been a couple of times where I've just like I've been like, ah, you just seem like a pretentious kind of like co- corporate person. Like not a not a like a real. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. You you hate anyone who's a sellout who like got well, successful. Sellout is such a it's so funny that you use that term because I was just uh, reading I was like some Facebook debate and someone was saying like this current generation coming up right now doesn't understand the term sellout. 
like there's no such thing. It's all about branding yourself and like getting as many corporate contracts as you can. And yeah, like really getting all of that kind of stuff in getting into the pocket of the man. Yeah. And the three generations that came before were like, don't fucking trust anyone over 30 and don't fucking ever listen to the man. But you know, like let's go to conventions and like riot and fucking burn draft cards. And I mean, that's still happening too. It's not though, not in the same way because now I think people, younger people have decided that the best way to do what they need to do is to ally themselves with corporate sponsorship and find the money and move and do it that way and get their message out that way. So they're just getting it out a different way. I'm not saying they're not doing it or they're not selling out, but that's like old school view selling out. The idea of the sellout is a different thing now. Like I, yeah, I hate the weekend because I think he's a fucking sellout. I think he's like a, a tool of the corporate fucking music system. Fuck yes, Mary Jane. So fuck that guy. (laughs) But, but also not, I'm sure he's perfectly nice and he's Canadian and um, I think his nothing. I think his story is probably more interesting than I've been led to believe. But he I don't know. Out. He's I just see him like on Instagram with fucking the Hadid model chicks, and yeah, he's just like, and everyone's like, eh, you know, and his song was like the Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack, and I was just like, who is this fucking guy? You hate elitism too. Ugh, I do, and you, I, and I get mad about it. I'm sorry to be mad or negative about a, any why, of it. If you don't have an opinion, I don't want to talk to you. Well, that's why we talk is because we both have strong opinions. Yeah. I also don't want to get hella negative. I mean. But this isn't negative. This is like what you believe. Like you hate elitism. Like you hate the idea of like models hanging out next to a pool next to a rock star whose shades are low and he has a drink in his hand and music is bumping behind him. I don't hate that idea at all. I hate the idea that it's only for certain people. I think everyone... uh, like you don't have to be rich to have that life. Like I've been to those fucking parties with, you know, beautiful people and pools and stuff. And it just like the idea that it's sort of this, you know, like that Instagram aspirational sort of bullshit, like only if you're very rich and successful, you can, you have this kind of idea is what bothers me. Like that's not how it should exist. Like we can all go to those parties and know those people and do those cool things. And it doesn't mean that we have to, you know, actually like have millions of dollars. Truth. You know? Yeah. I don't I have millions that. and I've had a great time. Yeah. Like I, I end up at those parties fairly regularly. And yeah. I don't know. It's just, I'm not saying it very well, but yeah. I no, just, yes, you are. Because that's why you like people like Cupcake. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like that's the, it's the other end of the spectrum. Breaking down all of the fucking barriers and norms. and Which, like I'm sorry, but by the way, Cupcake is, a, is an artist and a delicious treat, but we're not talking about the treat. We're talking about the artist Cupcake. Two Ks from chicago look her up yeah she's on fire and she's like blowing the world apart and she's i don't know just yeah the first time i saw one of her videos i was like this is everything she's fucking incredible and and that's she's yeah she's the opposite of all that she's the opposite of like posing by a pool yeah with a fucking glass of champagne with a you know yolo fucking hashtag like she's yeah the student who I follow and follows me, Jabuki Young White, who's a yes. really great Twitterer. Amazing. But an even better stand-up comic and writer in person. I saw him on your show. Yeah. He tweeted, uh, Cupcake is Chicago rap now. You know, because Chance is so global. So it's like, Cupcake is Chicago rap. And that's cool. And I have to agree with him. The dude is usually on point. And I think he's on point with this. Yep. Yeah. It's so good. So anyway, yeah. Shout out, Cupcake. Shout out. Um, anyway. Uh, I'm gonna have a sip of my wine. Okay. Because mm-hmm. you're confident that because you won. Oh. 
that's why. Wow. You took a huge gulp because you're the champion. <laughs> I'm bad about it, but the people have spoken. I don't know. I don't know if I did win. Yes, you did. Mm-mm. I don't think that you could say that. Do you? Are you kidding me? You destroyed. We're talking like. Come on. I don't know. I know. I know you're trying to set this up like I was. It was a clear win and you lost and then you're going to play the victim about it and you're no. going to make oh, me feel fuck bad. Off. Fuck off. You think I'm going to play the victim? <laughs> you think I'm setting up sad eyes and dog frowns? No, I'm setting up the fact that milk chocolate beat dark and I feel like it's undeniable and I fucking lost. Well, but I don't know that you did because in the polls on Twitter and on Instagram, both yeah. of our stories, yeah. milk chocolate won. Uh, more than one. Crushed. Like I was at 30% dark. Which is milk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? You well, were th- it made sense in my head because I saw a dark chocolate bar turn into milk chocolate bar. And I was like, oh, that'll translate with words. But I just realized that was only in my mind. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Okay. But I understand what you mean. Milk Thank chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Milk chocolate won all of the polls yeah. in, in three different places. But then you put on your personal... On your Facebook, right? Uh-huh. Just like, what's up, guys, who who weigh in in the comments? Yep. And dark destroyed. There was a lot of comments, and they were all dark. Yeah. Yeah. And then I commented, because you tagged me in it, and I was like, oh, well, clearly, I, I can weigh in on this. And mm-hmm. I wrote, um, I feel like everyone who is saying dark, A, lives in Los Angeles. Right. And B, is lying to themselves. <laughs> and then someone wrote in the response to that, I agree with you. And, um, but then you took live polls at, yeah. at shows that yeah. you did. Yeah. I did glazed. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was standing room only packed to the gills, dark chocolate. Every hand was raised. Yeah. It, it was like three to one. Dark, crushed. Crushed. And then tonight at the show, mm-hmm. uh, another show, what was, I don't know how many people were in there. 40, something like that. Yeah. The fucking little black box at Lyrica period. Uh, dark crushed again. Again, yeah. Note, note that we do live in Los Angeles, though. That's the thing. And all of those people are lying to themselves. <laughs> it's <laughs> Well, you know what's funny about that is because tonight on the poll, when I was on stage, I was like, all right, and now who, I, I led with dark chocolate, and I was like, who thinks dark chocolate? And the dude in the front row goes, oh, God, no. And then he covered his mouth because he realized he said it out loud, and we were like, wait, what? And he was like, the world is already so bitter. I don't want to eat it. And I was just, everybody just destroyed. He killed it. So I don't know who won, really, because Facebook and popular opinion in Los Angeles say dark. Right. Twitter and Instagram and the rest of the country and the world Mm -hmm. say milk. Right. I Here's why I think I lost. Because Instagram story is the best form of social media. It's the most fun and it's the most rewarding. I love it. Twitter is dead and toxic, and I think it's poisoning the well of the internet which could be beautiful yeah uh facebook is really fun and sometimes my mom chimes in and that's a nice <laughs> treat but instagram is kind of the best social media out there it's true that's kind of why i feel like i lost i wonder if all the people who vote realize that you can see how they voted because there were some people who voted for dark on my instagram story where i was like i'm gonna come for you and oh, you don't no. even know it uh-huh. uh shout out to emma though why your high guys friend Emma. Yeah. Voted milk. <laughs> That's, I love that Instagram story is not blind ballot. Yeah. 
I think that's great. Straight up, there's some fucking traitors weighing in <laughs> on my on my story. And I was like, how dare you? Mary Jane keeps canceling lunch on me, and I'm just not sure why. I thought we were friends. I, she, I've known her since kindergarten. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Mary Jane, did I do something to you? I'm so sorry if I did. You like dark chocolate, right? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. <laughs> here, here, and here. We have the proof, and see you later, alligator. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I look, I mean, you tell me what you think. I don't. I think that I want you to bake me some fucking cookies and bring them over to my house. And I'm going to put that on my Instagram story is what I think. But I want to be fair about it. Because Congratulations. I did... yeah, really? Are you conceding? Well, because you just did the thing where you like flexed and you just like clap back real hard. And then you were like, but if you think we shouldn't like do it or not, <laughs> whatever. And you definitely won. <laughs> and I got excited that you were like, you're going to bring them over and I'm going to fucking put them on my thing. And I, I am. That's I'm going to, cool. I'm going to put me opening the door and you holding the cookies on my Instagram story. Damn. That's cold. And then me eating them wearing like a super cute outfit. Yeah. I'm dunking them in some, I don't know, maybe some milk. Maybe. Maybe some tea. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking knew it. Oh my God. See how they hold up. Uh huh. I expect them within the week. You have one week. That tea, you, I felt like you just kicked me down the well. Yeah. Yeah. You felt the shove, like my boot right between your shoulder blades. Yep. Just, yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> like fucking teabag dunking in the hot water. Enjoy it down there. <laughs> All right. So I have to make you chocolate chip cookies. I have a pretty good chocolate chip cookie recipe with milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes, but they're going to be soft and they're going to be crispy on the edges and they're going to be good cookies. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh. Also, do you mind if there's crispy salt flakes on top? I do not mind. That sounds delicious. It's important. It's the best part of the cookie, I would say. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a big Maldon salt, like a crunchy with a big hunk of chocolate. I just felt my salivary, my saliva glands just, just like squirted. (laughs) (laughs) Like I just felt them just both go. Like Scorpion. Do you know Scorpion in Mortal Kombat? He shoots a harpoon out of his arm. I do not. Okay. That's what I just pictured is like your saliva being like, get over here. <laughs> and like it just shoots out and the lassoes it and brings it back. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> hum, 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 hum. That is how I will be eating the cookies. <laughs> Great. Uh, I can't wait. Oh, okay, cool. A dozen? I'll make, I'm just going to make a bunch. Baker's dozen. Yeah. I got yeah. that new KitchenAid mixer. I got to use it. Yeah, you got to. Just yeah. don't put any peanuts in there. Oh, that's right, because they'll break the machine. Yeah, and kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, depends on which, where your priorities are. No, my priorities are for you to stay alive, but you have said in the past how you really like, there's a moment when you have an allergic reaction where you kind of like feel yourself. Oh yeah, I look great for like two minutes. (laughs) When my lips, like when my, after my lips puff up, and before I stop breathing, <laughs> just glow. <laughs> I just look like I just had like some a little bit of you know a little touch of uh, plastic surgery, mm-hmm. some lip injections. Yeah, and I get kind of flushed and dewy. Ooh, and my eyes glitter. Yep, and it's because I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's gorgeous. <laughs> I'll never forget when I was like I was in the hospital. My boyfriend ha- came after like the reaction was over, and I was sort of like out of danger, but I still had the like you know, the flush and the swollen lips. And he was like, you look, you look good. And I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I just like shit in a pan held by an orderly. And I have like an IV in my arm and I almost died. And you're telling me that I look good because you think my puffy lips are like, uh-huh. 
He's like, your jam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. So what's up? Like, yeah, yeah. You, you want to get raise, it on? Yeah, he like raises <laughs> the back of the bed so that you can meet him. It's like, ooh, yeah. And then lays it back down to like hook up. He was, yeah. Mm. <laughs> that wow. kind of guy. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have an allergic reaction like that, would you trust me to stab you with a needle? <gasps> with my EpiPen? Yeah. I, I right mean, in the heart. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Why? Because it does go in the heart. Yes, it does. You know, in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. When you're by suffering the way, from a heroin overdose. This is a second reference to Pulp Fiction in this one, so I'm feeling like I'm probably going to be two for two. You put the EpiPen in your heart, you hit the back of it, and you plunge it in, and it pushes the peanuts out of your bloodstream. Wow. Guaranteed. That is... I would love to see it work that way. What do I do? You slam it in my thigh. What? Yeah. It's kind of boring. Whack. I know. Yeah. It's like spring loaded and stuff. It's not very exciting. What if I did it in your heart? I would, it would kill me. Really? Yep. Why? Because the adrenaline straight to the heart. If your heart is beating, it'll stop your heart. The reason that it works in Pulp Fiction is because her heart has stopped. So it has restarts. I think it's the idea with that kind of adrenaline shot straight to the heart. Okay. Oh, if Not I that do I it to understand you, it, like anything about medicine. No, but, but if I do it to you, it means it like double, it double starts. Yeah. It would kill me. Yeah. So it would just explode. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. Great. Wow. So I'd like look so, real puffy and good for a minute and then you'd like explode my heart. Wow. That's all over the ceiling. So I bake you cookies. <laughs> you look incredible. You die. Mm-hmm. I save you. And then I kill you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's some good material for you. You might get a screenplay out of it. From jail? Uh, Nobody uh, wants to buy a jail screenplay. You wouldn't go to jail. You don't think so? No, you could say it was an accident. Oh, you know why? Because I'd hide your body. Is oh, that what you're saying? Gross. Why? What, would you like stuff me into an air vent or something? Do you have no. you thought about this? No. What? <laughs> what? Because I know where I would hide your body. Really? I you cremate it. Mm. I don't have the means to cremate a body in my Los Angeles apartment. Can I? I have to pull up this article that I saw. Nathan, do you know Nathan Fielder from Nathan for You? No. The Comedy Central show? No. He's 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 a magical man with a dynamite show. It might be one of the best comedy shows of all time. Wow. Nathan for you. Okay. And uh, he saw a headline, Nathan Fielder on Twitter. And <laughs> this is the headline. It's from Fox News. Okay. Powder in car during DUI arrest was grandpa's ashes, not drugs, report says. Whoa. And then he, he quote tweeted it with happens to the best of us whoa they thought that somebody's ashes were drugs that's (laughs) fucking crazy (laughs) have you ever seen ashes yeah cremains they don't look well i've smoked them but i haven't seen them you have no no i i I would smoke someone's ashes uh the the guy who founded high times magazine thomas king forsad when he died they cremated him and smoked his ashes at the top of the world trade center Really like cool. Like his widow and all of his friends that okay. sparked a joint on the World Trade Center. Yeah. Smoked him. Yeah. Rolled him up and smoked him. That's awesome. I know. Wow. that What a legendary double way to go out. Totally. Like you make your impact on the world yeah. and then they make your impact for you. And then they inhale your bone dust. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of cool. I've never really, the only like cremains that I've ever sort of seen and handled were my cats. So I don't know how different those would be, but like, it doesn't look like drugs. No, not it at looks all. like bone and ash. Yeah. I just was listening to my favorite murder, um, which is, you know, such a great podcast that everybody knows about. Of and, course. uh, they do mini sods where they read like 
letters that people write in about just like weird shit that's happened to them. And one of them was about how this gal's family had received a fruitcake in the mail and then a second package from the same address with like a package of, you know, what they thought was like a spice to put on the fruitcake. And they like put the spice on the fruitcake and everybody ate the fruitcake. And then they got a, a letter, you know, later that was like, those were the ashes of, you know, like whoever like had no. died. They were like, we, you know, and the fruitcake was like commemorative. I don't even remember. It was a very weird and bizarre where they'd like eaten the fruitcake with the ashes on it. What? In a case of mistaken. Our postal service is a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. When does this come out? Uh, May 3rd. So Cinco de Mayo is May 5th. Mm-hmm. So if this comes out every Wednesday, mm-hmm. oh, Cinco, it's on a Friday this year? Yeah. I get excited because I party, but I also don't really know what Cinco de Mayo is. So I'm one of those people who's kind of the it's, problem. I, oh, well, Cinco de Mayo is like a, you know, it's kind of, I feel like Cinco de Mayo, I should look it up because I actually wrote a whole thing about it a few years back. But um, Cinco de Mayo in the United States is sort of like a... Uh, St. Patrick's Day has become in the United States like it's not like appropriated actually, or fake. Uh, both, I think. Like oh, in great, you know. <laughs> well, in cool. Ireland, good job, USA. Well, in Ireland, St. Patrick's Day was, I mean, still is. It's a Saint's Day. You know, it's a religious Saint's Day, and it was to commemorate St. Patrick who drove the snakes out of Ireland and you know did all of these other great things for Ireland, and then you know now it's just become a like a drinking holiday, a boozy holiday. Yep. Where you know people wear weird outfits and dye rivers green and just get shit faced, and so Cinco de Mayo yeah. is similarly not a it's not a big holiday in Mexico. It's a commemorative day of um, a battle that was actually fought, I think, on American soil. Hang on, I gotta look it up. Okay, I think this is the ultimate sellout. Is like you just get hammered on holidays. That feels like selling out. You know. Yeah. Like, that's like, all right, that's what you want us to do, and then go do another thing? Like, it does, it feels like a weird obligation, and it makes me uncomfortable, because I lean into it. Yeah, totally. You know? Like, I always love just, like, taking car bombs and eating, like, potato, like, I, you know, I try and, I I embrace the heritage I am not, but I do it by taking car bombs and eating potatoes. And car bombs. I love car bombs. Guinness is my favorite. It's so interesting. Like there is, there's no place in Ireland that you would get a drink called a car bomb that would be so offensive to any Irish person because the troubles in Ireland are like so real and so there. It would be like um, getting a 9/11 cocktail in the United States. That makes a lot of like sense. Like a fucking car bomb is because of the troubles between the IRA and the Republic of Ireland over the fight for the north of Ireland where there was bloodshed and families ripped apart and people fucking murdered. And like there have been, you know, infinite numbers of like movies and documentaries made about it that everyone should see. And the name of the father is my fucking favorite one. If you haven't seen that, you should definitely have to see it with Daniel Day-Lewis and Pete Postlethwaite and Emma Thompson. Fucking amazing movie that gives you a snapshot of that time and what was happening. Um, I can't say, but, but it's just like so fucking crazy. Like getting, I like you just said car bomb. I, yeah. I have chills right now. Yeah. Like there's just no way. Cause I would walk into a bar in Ireland. I'd be like, order a car bomb. Car bomb. And they'd be like, what the fuck dude? <laughs> like yeah. I lost my uncle in the bucket, you know, like there's, mm-hmm. that would be like, I'll have a world trade center, you know? Right. Like just awful. A round of them for me and my boys. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, gang not, gang. Wow. Yeah. 
damn damn it's so that's like we we it's i mean you know redskins car bombs right all of it so interesting and like we're such posers. Do we are we posers? Well, is that I what it is? I think we're uh, we. I mean, uh, America is a nation of like still struggling to find its um, our identity, identity. Is is, is you know? a melting pot of corporations, brands, and people. Currently, I mean, I and really good movies. And really good, like Avengers: Infinity oh, War. I can't or wait the to fuck. see it. I can't, I, I'm getting texts all day, but it's all text. Like, not gonna spoil it for you, dude. But. Yo. Do you care about it? Can we talk about it? I can't, I can't wait to go. Have I you wish... seen all of the 18 that oh, led up? Yes, absolutely. I've seen most of them twice. Like, I wow. love this stuff so much because wow. it is just, like, look at how far we've come with cinema and look yeah. at how far we've come with, like, technology. How These are being made at a rate that is bananas. They are coming out nonstop, and that is, I'm blown away by that. I, I... love it. I listened to a big uh, thing about it on NPR today. Uh, <laughs> just like goes to show how much I know that I'm listening to a piece on NPR about like the fucking Avengers movie. I'm the like, I'm like the heroes. what now? Yeah, <laughs> the you, Marvel universe. You should have seen the heroes running down the street, shields lifted, dodging bullets left, right, sometimes center. Yeah, I mean seriously. Like I heard some people it, review it, and they were like, "It's pretty amazing." And like they were younger critics, clearly. In this one, <laughs> that gal. is such a like, like a uh, like millennial. Like this would be a cliche millennial critic, and they're just like, "Fantastic." Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, she, Although she, that's like my friends who are critics are actually really good writers, so I do want to preface it with that. But I love the like internet culture of just like, "Yeah, pretty dope." Pretty. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Sick, dude. Um, she, but she, like, she was like, you know, this is ten years in the making, as a vision goes. Like, this is the culmination of ten years of storytelling, which is, you know, unparalleled in Hollywood movie history. You have to pay attention to that. You have to pay attention to all this stuff. And I was yes. like, I've never seen any of them. You don't have to. It's gonna be so you do have fucking to. good. And no. I don't. Thanos and like, you don't need to know the backstory. <laughs> like, but it helps. But like. It's so cool. And growing up, I watched, I read so many comics. X Men was, X Men was so important to me. Still, is it so important to me? Uh-huh. I had so many toys, so many comics, so many video games. My brother was Wolverine like three years in a row, and I was Superman. Like it was like, wow. No, he was Superman too. Oh my gosh! Like our family loved superheroes, and to see these movies now at the rate that they're coming out, and how good they are, and how action the action makes me scream like yes like i've screamed in a yeah i love it and i can't wait to see this movie i'm just repeating myself but it's because i'm feeling it i i i guess i should go to one of them yeah someday sure (laughs) but it was so funny sorry that sorry that um that black and white cinema film was sold out that you wanted to see Oh, go see that art house movie about those people who hate each other. <laughs> Did you see the three hour long silent film called What About It? It's changing everything for four people. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't watch that many movies nowadays because I just kind of don't want, I just don't like to be uncomfortable and everything is like rubs up against me the wrong way. What's your snack if you have to see a movie? Popcorn. What's your butter quota? Oh, my butter. I have a butter trick. You have a trick? Yeah. Tell me and I'll do it for the movie. Do you know the straw trick? Oh, man. I just went so sexual in my head. Oh. Definitely, definitely 
now I sound like who said definitely Rain Man. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I got I got definitely. My brain went sexual, and I just like regressed into just like embarrassment. What do you think the straw trick is? It's when you put the straw in your re- your urethra, oh. and then she blows bubbles. Wow, that sounds so painful and just awful. <laughs> hey, shout out to Patrick Peoples, uh, P. Apples. This seems like a good time for that callback. Oh, no. He's cool. <laughs> he is the best. We shouldn't make straw urethra jokes. <laughs> oh, I'm not making them at him. I think it's just the fact that I had to come up with something. Yeah. And what's the straw trick? The, okay, the straw trick is when you get your popcorn, you take it over to the butter fountain. Uh-huh. You know, where you can like apply your own butter. Hopefully mm-hmm. if you're at a place, a classy place that'll have your, you know, your, you do your butter application yourself and you get a straw, unwrap it, and then you put it over the the butter spout mm-hmm. and you put the straw into your popcorn and you drive the straw <gasps> all the way into the popcorn and then you press butter and then you slowly pull the popcorn out and it butters yes! your bag from the bottom up. Oh my fucking God. Oh my fucking God. My friend Meg from Lincoln, Nebraska taught me that shit and I've never gone back. Oh. Yeah. She was like, oh, you don't know how to properly butter a bag of popcorn. Also, you get Mountain Dew with it. That's how you go. Fuck. Or Dr. Pepper. You just changed the game. Yep. What was her name? Meg. Meg changed the game. Yep. Oh, my fucking God. Yes. (laughs) I just watched your brain explode. It did. Yeah. It really did. I know. So oh when I go God. see my like weird art house movie about the, you know, guy who lives in a closet because his dog died when he was four, mm-hmm. um, that's how I butter my popcorn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Smarter, better, faster, stronger. Yep. Holy shit. I, can we quit? Can we end on that? I don't know what to do. I know. I mean, we that, can. That trick is crazy. It's crazy and it works so well. And um, you get your butter, you know, you have to be careful not to oversaturate because you don't want, because it's not butter. I mean, that shit's just like, you know, some weird saturated, hydrogenated something. Don't care. It's delicious though. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's how you do it. Damn. Also, I love Mountain Dew. It's Mm -hmm. my favorite soda. Is it? I've never found it at a movie theater. Really? But maybe I haven't found the right movie theater yet. Because Mountain Dew sounds perfect for a fucking movie. With buttered popcorn? Yes. So fucking good. That sounds great. And also, like, you bring your vape pen in and sit in the back corner. That's my favorite move. Like, it's not a move. It's just more of a vibe. But you sit in the back corner of the movie theater with your feet up on the rail, and you're vaping the whole time while eating popcorn. That's my favorite, like, type of movie to see. Is that how you're going to see Avengers? Probably not because it's too crowded. But if I can go in the afternoon, maybe in Louisville, then yes, I absolutely will. By the way, if you're in Louisville, I'm looking for a plug. Okay. (laughs) Wow. I'm so excited to try this trick. You got to try it. If anyone tries this trick, will you please send us a video? I have um, some information on Cinco de Mayo that we we started going (laughs) down that road and I'm going to get us back there. Because <laughs> we've gone <laughs> very far off course. This podcast should be called, wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> it should, yeah, it should be called, hang on a second. <laughs> Here's a tangent that will not pay off. <laughs> That's what this should be called. No payoff. <laughs> oh, zero satisfaction ever. So what's Cinco de Mayo about? Oh, man. Okay. So we started talking about, 
yes, the sort of like weird like American celebration of a of a of a holiday that is not an American holiday and celebrating it in like a strange way. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo is actually not like people are like it's Mexican Independence Day and it's not. It's actually it observes the day that Mexican the Mexican army um, was victorious over the French Empire at the Battle of Puebla. Um, and it's commemorated because uh, it's like celebrated as, uh, let's see. I'm so sorry because I'm such a bad student of education. Yes. As soon as you started talking about history, I zoned out. Okay. I'm going to tell you real quick. I'm going to boil it down and tell you better. Okay. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah is not Mexican Independence Day. A lot of people think it's the day that is like, you know. Yeah, because we get drunk, so it's like, we did it. But it's like the 4th of July or Canada Day. It's like Mexicans, like Mexico's Independence Day. It's not that. I feel so gross right now. This is great. I'm learning a lot. So it's actually the day where Mexico was victorious over the French army. Okay. Um, And so it uh, was a significant battle. And it became associated with Mexican-American culture. But it is not Mexico's Independence Day. Mexico's Independence Day is actually in September. Oh, okay. This is is great to know. Yeah, so Cinco de Mayo is a day that commemorates an important time in Mexican history, but is not about Mexican independence. And um, I think a bunch of the ways that, like, it's celebrated in, like, non-Mexican culture in the United States where like people put on ponchos and sombreros and drink margaritas is like actually not cool. Well, like it's exactly like, did you see like all of the Coachella pictures on explore of, um, white people in Indian headdresses with war paint on and, you know, cut off jeans. Nope. There was a lot of them this year. Yeah. And the tag on most of them was like, of course this is here. You know, or it's like, it took me five minutes into the festival to find this bullshit. Wow. Yeah. So lost. So gone. So crazy. Yeah. So crazy because like, I don't know, you know, growing up, there were plenty of things like that happening, you know, in like Eastern Canada in the 1980s. Like we dressed up in all sorts of different ways. But like once you are sort of made aware of the fact that the people from those cultures are really like you know, offended by your appropriation of their, you know, like ceremonial garb and like important holidays and stuff, you should maybe quit it. Maybe. Maybe you should quit that. Maybe you shouldn't have gone on Amazon Prime, gotten a delivery (laughs) day after and gone like, oh, I'm definitely packing this. Yeah. That's a good thing to wear to a concert. Yeah. God damn it. (laughs) Also, I mean, I would never go to Coachella, but. Really? Yeah, absolutely not. Huh. What do you do after you walk around <laughs> drugs all right well okay, okay. Yeah. you do the drugs first and then you walk around and then you walk around again yep but you just like it's so many days of walking around that's bullshit i don't want to walk around that much you like life is beautiful yeah but that's because the hotel was right next to the concert there's buffets you can go into vegas and have a fucking great experience true uh, and that's the difference once you're in coachella i feel like you jump down that fucking pit and you're just free falling until the end. But that free fall is basically like, I already saw this part of the grass. Oh, I already saw this area. Cool. Three more days. All right. 
That's how I feel it would go. Did you never go to Lollapalooza or any of the like big festivals? No, and even though I lived in Chicago and they popped off all the fucking time, I never went. And you know what? This is teaching me that I'm way too judgmental and it got in the way of me having a fun time. Fucking, yeah, it did. Fuck yeah, it did. Straight up. Straight up even right now as I'm talking shit about Coachella instead of going to it. Uh, and I, the, my issue with it is like their owner of AEG has huge issues and like supports like anti LGBTQ and everything. Like he's a fucked up human being. He can yep. go fuck himself. Totally. But on a broader scale, I say no to things and judge them instead of leaning in and having fun. You got to try it. Yeah. You have to go once and just see. I've been to so many great concerts and I'm not a big fan of crowds or being uncomfortable, but man, like the Horde concert. You know, what's Horde? The Horde concert is, uh, I think it's mostly East Coast. I saw it in Maine, but that was like another traveling festival that I saw with like Blues Traveler and um, oh, this great band called the Screaming Cheetah Wheelies, <laughs> like just or you know, um, going to Lollapalooza or mm-hmm. um, you know the other thing at these festivals, mm-hmm. I fucking hate the food there. It's so Instagrammable and beautiful, and it's a black ice cream cone with brilliant blue sky blue ice cream and oh that's recent but yeah it is recent but like all these places and like most the food trucks it's all like fried it's heavy it's it's almost like hangover food i want a fucking salad and i want something light during the day like a lemonade that's ice cold so i can still walk around i don't (laughs) want a bucket of fries next to shrimp scampi in a toolbox that is also covered in hush puppies and that's what i feel like i'm fucking getting at these things oh man if you went you and did that you would just so be doing it wrong like there are just ways to go and mostly it involves like eating beforehand and afterwards and not while you're there and you know just taking the right substances and um i don't know enjoying yourself i feel like you might like it you should try it. I'm too angry. I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm, I'm never going to go. Talk to you in a gentle tone until you change <laughs> oh your mind. Oh my God, that's so <laughs> it. <laughs> and I'm going to get you free tickets to something and mm-hmm. then ambush you and take you there. Cool, because the part of my brain labeled mommy just perked up because I heard that, oh, you should oh, no. definitely go to that thing. Oh, I'm definitely oh, not going to talk to you like that then. No, I'm just giving like, <laughs> I'm, I'm defensive now. I'm like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> somebody's trying to tell me something fun to do. I better say no right away. Uh, well, I'll just, I'll, I'll leave it out. I'll just leave it out here so you can look at it when no one else is looking at it. I'll just leave like the ticket out to like whatever festival it is that like, oh, fucking like Electric Forest I really want to go to. Ooh. I'm going to the Electric Daisy Carnival in a couple of weeks for uh, like a whole Google five that fucking that days. So fucking fun. Why don't you come to that? Because I want to cross my arms. Well, you're getting in the way of me crossing my arms alone in my apartment at two in the morning while I listen to podcasts. You could be at Electric Daisy Carnival watching a 30 foot high Buddha shoot flames out of its head while you dance to (laughs) fucking awesome hardcore techno. God, that sounds fun. Yep. That sounds fun. The invitation stands. We'll see how that works out. By the way, I do have a problem with flames shooting out of a Buddha because that feels like Cinco de Mayo, St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> <laughs> like all wrapped up into this other exact example. 100%. The Electric Daisy Carnival is like the corporatization of basically Burning Man culture. Really? Uh-huh. When I went for the first time, I went to EDC Las Vegas last year. And so I went to Burning Man for years. Um, starting in the first time I went was 2003 and, uh, 
and then, ha- you know, I haven't been back since like 2009 and then I went to the Electric Daisy Carnival last year and was just like, oh, they just took it and now they're making money off it with all of these like, so it definitely wow. is that for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the same like, you know, the LED displays and the sort of like crazy costumes and the art cars and like the pyrotechnics and all that kind of stuff and a lot of the music too. But that said, it's a great time. I'm going for a few days. I have a hotel room in Vegas and uh, you should come check it out. Damn. It's very Instagrammable. Great. <laughs> you well, just looked at me with like, was that loathing in your eyes? It was. Wow. Yeah. Both of them, right and left. Ooh. But I, what you're saying, it sounds like a great time. And also Burning Man, it seems like I missed the time to have gone eh, to it in the right way. That's what everyone always says. I really? feel like, you know, like I should have gone the first time five years ago. Like, you well, know, did it's you like, go for when the is the good time to ago? plant a tree? You know, Fucking now. Now. Like if you just go, go this year, if you want to go, go. It's always great. Yeah. Um, it's always different. I'm sure it's very different now. When I first went, like you, there was no Wi-Fi and no cell service and no, you know, you were out there for a week and you had to just be out of contact with the whole world, which was really um, amazing and also difficult. I was there when Katrina hit and there were a lot of people who were like from New Orleans who were sort of stranded and wondering what was going on. And that was really crazy. Whoa. Oh, I mean, obviously a lot of them left, intense. but it was, they couldn't get news. Sure. Like reports were coming in from people who were just driving up who had been like on the road for five hours and they were like, you guys, there's a crazy hurricane happening. And it was really crazy. So it's very different now because I know there's Wi-Fi and stuff. And But you can always go to one of the regional burns, which are like the smaller local events that are organized by the same people just on a small scale. No, if I'm going to do it, I want to do the one. <laughs> you were so, I can't tell you how to do anything. <laughs> You're just going to have to do everything as you decide to do it and let me know how it goes. <laughs> The episode, this episode title should be called Onion Peels because we are like peeling back our layers on this one. It's yeah, it's called, yeah, Pulp Fiction and, and Mike is feeling nervy. (laughs) Damn. Uh, I mean, earlier, oh, sorry. What else? No, earlier what? I was just going to say, I kind of knew when we met up to record tonight that you were feeling a little like, um, what's the contentious or Mm -hmm. maybe... Um, I don't know. That's a good word yeah, for it. Logan, I am hundred percent contentious right now. I mentioned that I had had a sunset sunset picnic and you were like, what were your, <laughs> what were your snacks? And I was like, Oh, it was really nice. I watched the sunset from this park and I had cheese and salami and you were like, Oh, salami. Do you remember what yeah. you said something funny about like, what was it? I don't want it. I don't like how it smells like it tastes. Right. Like you judged me a little bit for my uh, choice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Of I, salami. I did. Uh-huh. Yeah, you painted a beautiful picture of a sunset picnic hillside with other people and Archie. Yeah, you know, shout out young dog. And as soon as you said salami, I go, mm. yeah, I felt judged. I judged you. And then salami isn't. I don't like how it smells. I don't like how your hands smell. I don't like how my nose tastes afterwards. Like it, I can taste it in my nose. Fucking disgusting. I, I just d- disagree so hard. I think salami's. A wonderful. I mean, obviously, I bought it's, it and like ate it for sun, my sunset picnic. That was what I wanted was salami. Oh no! Now I'm like ruining your sunset. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh no! I don't. No. I really don't want to ruin your sunset because it does sound really nice. I had a really nice sunset. If if you come and watch a sunset, you don't have to eat the salami. You can just bring your own like I'm like throwing fucking it fucking nut cheese or whatever it is that you <laughs> eat. You're so dark. You're like dark chocolate and bitter coffee and nut cheese or like whatever. Go eat some fucking kale. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like, I like milk chocolate and sugar and fucking salami, okay? You live well and I live 
I mean, I'm going to die in like a year <laughs> and you're going to live until you're 80, but man, I'm having a good time. Fuck yeah. And I'm just like, still here? I'm like, Okay. I God. guess we're still doing this. Yeah. Go do some push-ups. <laughs> no. It's like, and then I eat salami. I'm like, no, she was right. She was super right. Let's cash out. Salami time. Salami. Well, and then also you said you hate pastrami. I do hate pastrami. It's so weird. I don't, I'm not into that stuff. And mm. even growing up, like bologna, mm. um, it really like... All, all of them, salami, pastrami, bologna, like it's all really not but for me. Bologna is nothing like pastrami or salami. Bologna is like cheap, gross. Bologna is like the hot, sliced meat hot dog, basically, yeah. right? hot dog pancake. Meat yeah. hot dog pancake. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what this... It's a meat hot dog pancake. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas salami, good salami, especially like not necessarily like cheap, the cheap greasy stuff, but like really good. I'm not talking about like... You know, I'm talking like about like when you buy it as a cured meat like a that's loaf. been hanging for yeah, yeah. It's got like that kind of like weird dusting on the outside, and you cut into it, and it's kind of dry, that and it's mold, got that tartness, yeah. and it's really nice. That's what I had tonight, and it's Ooh. yeah, with like some really great sharp cheese, and a cracker, and a glass of wine. It was lovely. That it sounds great. I might change your mind about I, it. You kind of already have. Like I love to take a hard line and then have my mind changed by taste and by sunset. Yeah. But honestly, that sounds so great. And like a pastrami sandwich, I, I I don't seek them out. You know, I can't have one like more than once a year. But yeah. like if you go to Katz's Deli in New York. Right. You walk Which up I've to been the, to. Did you have the pastrami? Uh, we did because it felt it felt important. You have to. Yeah. So you walk up to the counter and they'll slice off a little piece and give it to you over the counter so you can just taste it. Mm-hmm. And then when you order the sandwich and the pile of meat comes on the bread and the whole thing is just like hot and beautiful and the, like the bread is not toasted or anything and it's so stacked up that it looks crazy like you can't yeah. even lift it up with your hands yeah and you like that yeah i love it because it's a <laughs> special thing but it's not like i'm eating it every day i'm that's a once in a maybe i've only probably had it in my life like twice or yeah. three times you know yeah. and you and you were like oh this is wonderful it's wonderful it's like a special 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 thing yeah you know so maybe if you was there like meat juice dripping down your arm towards the elbow? Oh, definitely. Just, I rolled oh, up my sleeves. That's so and, good. Yeah. Yeah. Sat in the booth where uh, Meg Ryan faked an orgasm. Oh, did you really? Uh-huh. Oh, that's... You that's ate, a cat's. You ate a huge pastrami bite in the orgasm booth? In the or- Yeah, there's a big sign over it at Katz's Deli that's like, this is where she had what he's having. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, I thought it would have said... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen it, right? The orgasm scene? Yeah. Yeah. The it, famous where she's like, I can fake an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's classic. Yeah. Yeah. I used to like definitely like think about jacking off when I saw it. Oh. Yeah. Hot. Is that <laughs> deli, Jewish deli jack off time? It's not hot. That's not hot. Nope. No. Come on. But you, that's such a like perfect Katz's experience. Yeah. It was a great pastrami experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Here's what I think of when I think of those pastrami sandwiches. One, Jewish delis are phenomenal, and I really enjoy them. But when I see that sandwich piled high with meat and a small, untreated slice of rye bread, I just picture like an enormous sailor with the tiniest hat. And it's <laughs> all I always think about. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. That makes sense. I like, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Just a six foot nine sailor shaped like a grape with a tiny hat. And I can't get over that. So I never really like get that kind of sandwich because the whole thing feels like a scam too. Mm. It's really weird. I love 
most of the like brisket mama mia give it to me all day every day turkey love it so fucking good but when it's just like mustard bread and six pounds of meat i i i don't it's not for me i don't like it i don't like it at all i get it you do get it i get that you don't like it (laughs) (laughs) amazing you're on fire. <laughs> um, You're on fucking fire. This bliss is nothing. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to have to go to a deli in LA. I haven't been, had a pastrami sandwich in forever. I would love to go to a deli in LA and try one. We should do that. Canters? Yeah. Oh, Green Blatts? Um, both. Fuck it. There's a podcast my buddy Gil did where he went to every Jewish deli and had the same sandwich just to learn. You know, wow. langers and everything. Yeah. That's a podcast? Uh, yeah, Gil. It's Gil's podcast. He's a great dude. We should link. That's awesome. Yeah, let's we, link that if we can. That's Yeah, let's totally link it. That's the other fun thing that we did this week. What? Links? Uh, Zelda? The what? podcast. What do you mean? We went and ate a bunch of chicken tenders. Oh my god! That was that week. This yes. week. That's right. Last week. This week. All of it. It was recently. <laughs> Get high. <laughs> Tender friends. Yeah, they're the fucking best. Yeah, I think this is going to come out before the episode drops, so we can't even really talk about what happened, but... It was a lot of drama. So many chicken tenders. I ate them uh, the very next day for two more meals. Yep. Yep. It was a lot. Tender Friends was fun. It was so fun. Yeah. Those guys are great. They're a great team. Right? Yeah. It was good. They're a lot of fun. I don't want to share too much about it because I want them to be able to drop theirs, and then when they're guests on ours, then we can like, you know, flip-flop. Break down. Yeah. But Tender Friends was great. And um, also they had really good weed. They have great weed. Yeah. And they make it, I don't know if we said it, it's a, it's a podcast about chicken tenders. Oh, That's we it. should say that. Yeah. it's They go to a different place every week and sometimes they have guests and we got to guest on a very special episode and yeah, I can't wait to hear it. It's going to be cool. It was goofy. I knew that it was going to be good as soon as he lit the joint and hit it and passed it around and then we passed it four more times. Yeah. And it was just like, Oh, this is good. Yeah, it was great. Okay, cool. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, oh, I should have said it on their thing, but chicken tenders for me are one of those like staple things that will never fail you. Because even when they're bad, I'm good. I didn't really know what to expect because I'm not overly familiar with chicken tenders. I'm not even sure what a chicken tender... The tender? What a chicken tender tender, is. The tender is... um, The breast? Yeah, but it's tendered. Like it's split into tenders. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like it's the breast that's then been... Cut into smaller pieces that they changed the name to tenders. Okay. Yeah. So what's the difference between that and a nugget? Is it just the shape or is it the meat? Oh my God. Everyone out there, (laughs) do you hear this? No, I'm just playing. (laughs) Let's break it down. A chicken tender, to me, is a long piece of white meat chicken ideally double dredged fried to a golden brown hot spiced well and that's like that white meat juicy on the inside crispity crunchy on the outside okay that's a tender a nug is a piece of shit that is like ground chicken pressed and formed almost like a breaded meatball but usually chicken nuggets get a bad rap because it's the hot dog of the chicken so that's a nugget to me. Okay. 
more of your meatball hatred and slipped in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. More so hot dogs in this one though. I think that I have only ever had nuggets before we went on this podcast and I had the tenders because I was shocked at how delicious they were and, or not shocked, but like, I don't know, my mouth was happy. Yeah. And, um, I just drooled a little bit (laughs) and, um, and yeah, I didn't know. And then I didn't want to seem stupid by asking in front of them because they have a whole podcast and there's experts. And I didn't want to be like, what's a tender? <laughs> but thank you for breaking it down for me. I understand. Yeah. Better now. Yeah. Well, we should, when we have them on ours, what we should do is like, we should talk about the hierarchy because it goes chicken nugget, uh-huh. chicken finger, okay, chicken tender. Okay. And to me, the chicken tender is, you know the the nose of the sphinx that we only get to see every once in a while but the chicken finger is the sphinx and then the chicken nugget is the sand i was <laughs> waiting to see how you were going to finish that extended chicken metaphor out and i you didn't disappoint <laughs> What's he gonna say? Okay. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> How did you get to Egypt? I don't know. Where did that come from? My mind is clear, my heart is full. Was that like a divine that was so funny? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's it. That's it. Um, have a great trip. I'll see you when you get back. Yeah. Oh, and I ha- I'll have some stories from Louisville too because I've been looking up the cuisine there. So I'm very excited to like eat my way through Louisville for five days. I'm excited for you. Yeah. Have a blast. Thank you. I'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Bye.